0: happy sunday i hope you are all still hanging in there because i'm hanging in there counting down the days till i can get a freaking haircut and uh, get my hair done get my nails done all of the good stuff but that's actually not the priority honestly if i'm really candid what i'm looking forward to is doing soul cycle again but anyways hi guys I'm Emily, I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, and thanks for tuning in today. It's a pretty sunny day in Southern California right now, and it's amazing, but it really freaking sucks because we all still have to stay inside, although to be really transparent, I think half of California is coming to the two beaches that are very close to me because they're still open, so we're not really following quarantine rules, I guess, (laughs) but I want to share really quick in this intro. If you guys haven't heard yet, I have officially released and launched my ebook, and it is called The Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success. So, obviously, by the title, you can probably tell what the book is about, but essentially, I put together a very holistic approach to getting into your career whether you are a freshman or sophomore in college or you're going to graduate soon this is truly very applicable to any of you um, who are within that phase of college figuring it out figuring out what internships to go after figuring out how to do your job application your resume your cover letter all of these things and how to use linkedin and questioning if linkedin even matters all of that so i share every single small detail um, in this ebook, and I actually probably stayed up till about two a.m. every night for the past three weeks, yes, including the weekends, to put together this book because I can be a perfectionist sometimes, and I really wanted this book to be as great as possible for you guys, and I wanted to make sure I was providing the most value in this book and everything that I've utilized during my job application process about was like eight months ago now, so um, this is everything just from what I've done throughout sophomore to senior year of college and how that has really parlayed into the outcome of my job search. And if you're wondering where you can get this ebook, you can get this on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. It is in the shop section, so just go to that at the top menu. And when you're at the shop section, you will also see that I am now offering consultation options. So I offer 30 to 60 minute strategy sessions, which is just one on one sessions together. We'll, it'll be like a Zoom call. We will talk you know, specifically about what you want to do to improve on, whether that's your specific job applications. I will help go through each and every one of them with you. I will help you know review your resume, correct anything that I find that should be corrected. Your cover letter, your emails, like literally everything relating to just getting into that career aspect, um, or even just wanting to have a discussion on figuring out the best approach to go about your career. Because I know in college it's just it's a lot of shit, you know. So I'm now offering that as well, but I will. Let you guys know because this is actually only offered to podcast listeners. If you are purchasing the ebook anytime now through Friday, May 1st, you will automatically qualify for a complimentary 30 minute consulting session with me. And all you have to do is after your order, just email me your order number and let me know when you would like to schedule your consulting session and then I will just respond and we'll plan accordingly so you guys can use this anytime now through June in terms of what when your session is so even if you buy the book this week you don't have to use it right away you can schedule it far out but just make sure you email it to me so I know and I will plan it so again that is complimentary and I'm so excited to talk to some of you guys moving on to this episode, today's episode, you can probably tell by the title, it's all about my personal journey. I share just like the details of how I start got started in blogging, my business, what I did during school to kind of help build those dreams up, and then how I got into podcasting, how I got into my corporate career today. So I share all of that if you guys are really curious about what that journey looks like and perhaps how you could use some of the things that I did to apply to your own journey during this very unique time in life. So I hope you are excited to hear more about me and let's just jump right into the episode. On today's episode, I will be talking all about my personal journey. So from growing a small business, working at a fortune 500 company how i got into digital content creation and then of course managing this podcast this was requested by someone when i put out a question or like a q a thing on solo episode ideas and things that you guys would want to hear from me and i kind of saw a theme in wanting to see what i've done over time and kind of how i got to where i am today so i figured why not share that in a quick little episode for today. So the first piece to my personal journey, and by the way, I will go in order of kind of how they came about. So the first one being growing a small business. And if you don't know by now, I do have a small business and it is a custom figure skating dress brand called Elite Skatewear. So Obviously, figure skating is not a very common sport, but most of us know it as the sport that we see in the Olympics. And the girls always wear fancy costumes and dresses and are jumping in the air and doing pretty hardcore tricks. So that is the case. And the dresses that they wear are what I... Uh, Design Um, now not necessarily for Olympic skaters because I will say they do spend like a few thousand on their dresses but for my dresses um, typically girls that are competing at like a Rising level so, you know, they're probably usually between the ages of like 13 and 17 um, that are wearing my dresses and Which is cool because I actually have seen my dresses at international competitions, but I started this business when I was 16 or 17, so I was in high school, and as I mentioned, my background in competitive figure skating really led to this path for me, and I would say the first step in why I wanted to make this business, or I guess turn it into a business, is because I always wanted to do things my own way. So around 16 or 17, you know, that age of being a teenager, I told my mom I didn't like the dresses that were being made for me, I didn't like the designs and whatever. So I told her I wanted to pick it and I wanted to essentially design it myself. So I'd put inspiration pieces together, I would change the color, I would change like the outline of a certain skirt and all the intricate details and I would just make it my own way. And to preface that as well, I've always had selling and entrepreneurial tendencies And I just really loved selling stuff from garage sales, selling on eBay, making custom high-waisted shorts. Like I used to bleach shorts or put studs on them or put a American flag on these shorts. That was what I did in middle school. And then in elementary school, I actually used to make custom erasers. So I would buy cap erasers from Walmart and then I would draw doodles on them and then sell them for like 10 or 20 cents each so that is kind of my background in leading up to my real business and then of course I started on eBay because I think at the time when I was 16 um, you know making a website for yourself is a lot more intricate than it is now and eBay also was really popular at the time too so selling on eBay was really nice It gave me a nice foot and platform to start off on and I started selling really quickly. And then when I was a junior in college, around like the beginning of my junior year, so probably about like two and a half or three years later, give or take, I created my own e-commerce website. And... I will admit, I think I waited too long to do this and it is because I had expectations that someone else um, that is like a family relative to me was going to help me make the website and that just ended up taking too long. So big mistake on my part is that I waited for someone to help me make the website and then later on I was like, you know what, screw that, I'm just going to make it myself. Even if it doesn't look perfect, I'll make it my own and then work on it to make it better so I did that and then because I knew I waited a little long to make my website I pivoted really quick and then went after retail shops which is how I am in stores today so some business owners and entrepreneurs might argue on the idea of going wholesale and putting my dresses in retail stores but Being that the market for figure skating dresses is like very niche and is also very small, I wanted to dominate the market. And in order to do so, I knew that putting my dresses in stores would essentially bring free marketing to me. Because here's the catch. If I put a dress in store and that dress someone likes, like they like the design, they like the fabric, they like the way it's made, the quality. Let me just say the quality of my dresses are actually very good. They would see the hang tag and they would say, oh, okay, this dress is from this brand. Let's check it out online. And then from there, that would lead to a chance of a customer buying a custom dress from me. So then even though I sell wholesale now I, I bring higher probability that a customer that I might not have reached whether it's because of location or lack of awareness they now know about the brand they know the quality they've seen it in person and now they just need it in their daughter's size or that skater's size so that allows me to sell direct to consumer and I still make a higher margin as we all know with business selling directly to the consumer you get a bigger margin so with my retail experience, if you guys are curious how I got into retail stores, let me just say I did it the DIY way. And if you guys have been to an ice rink once or twice at the very least or kind of know what it's like, basically the retail stores I sell into are called pro shops and they're basically usually at a ice rink. And they sell like gloves and hockey gear and skating gear. And it just really depends on the rink, if it's tailored more towards hockey and skating or just skating. And it really helps when there's like a pro shop that is really tailored towards skating because those are the ones I've gone after. But for me, living in Southern California, skating is very prominent here. And so that kind of made it a little bit easier for me because one day I walked into a pro shop And then I, it was kind of by chance too, I walked in on a Saturday and I remember this day, it was May 2018, yeah, sorry, so it was May 2018 and this was right before finals week for my junior year and I walked in, I brought my dresses in and by the way, fun fact too, I remember this day, I was actually planning to go to this day party at a fraternity and that year too I actually never went to a frat party again that was like a really low for, low year for me so I didn't go to any frat parties and for once I was like okay I think I'm gonna go before the year ends and then I didn't and instead I went on a Saturday to the pro shop that I really want to get into stores with and because the lady owned multiple ones too and I didn't know if I'd be able to catch her so I just went by chance I think I might've called and they might've said like, yeah, she's more likely to be here on a Saturday. So I said, okay, cool. So I walked in on a Saturday and I had my dresses in hand and I said, you know, I've been emailing you. I emailed her maybe like five times, by the way, and she never responded. So that's why I walked in stores. I brought my dresses. I told her about the brand and let me just say, I was nervous as heck. I (laughs) definitely was not as good as I am today, but, um, you know I didn't really understand the margins I didn't really understand the best pricing and the quantity that she needed to order out to get this pricing but long story short I figured it out she was my first order I got that order within like two weeks and then um, it was in stores by midsummer which was really good timing so it was a really cool experience for me and then from there I gained confidence to go to different stores and then um, I think somehow other stores found me and they reached out to me and said, we'd like to carry your dresses. What's the process? And then from there, that's how I've expanded into stores. So that's kind of a little bit background on my business. And essentially, I will say getting into business, um, the main reason why I have is one, I actually genuinely love selling. I think entrepreneurship is very innate to me. Um, Not to say that I really call myself an entrepreneur though, but I have grown a small business and I would definitely say I'm a business owner with a lot of understanding and experience with how to grow it, how to scale it, and how to pivot when things aren't working right. So that's a little bit about my business journey. Moving on to digital content creation. So I started out doing this as a hobby And if you scroll down to like my very first posts on my Instagram, you'll see that I had these random quotes or artsy photos of food and all these different things. And I used to be like, yeah, I'm a fashion and lifestyle blogger or fashion and travel blogger and I was just still in college and definitely was not traveling. And to be really transparent, I actually started it out as a hobby because my mindset was that I didn't like being a consumer of things. I wanted to be the creator. And I think, in my honest opinion, if you are someone, because I know influencers and all these things have grown so much over the years since I've started this, is that so many people are like, oh, I want to be an influencer too. And I think, in my honest opinion, I think you have to have the mindset of something else like, oh, I want to create because that feels natural to me. Or I want to create because I think I can do it better. And like I said, for me, I said I wanted to create things and I wanted to have different photos because I wanted to stop posting boring college photos and consuming what other people were posting and seeing all these models or bloggers post certain things that I was like, wait a second, I have experience in that. Why can't I do that too? So that was my mindset. And I guess my overall mentality was always like, if them, why not me too? So. This was around mid-2017 or like spring 2017. I reached out to photographers. Um, At the time, it was not called influencers. We were like content creators or creatives. And I reached out to photographers. I collaborated with quite a few in Southern California. And I can't describe the feeling, but it really felt like a high when I scheduled shoots and when people would respond and said, yeah like what day and time and figuring out our style and like this shoot vision. So that was what I used to do. And basically, I'd say like a year and a half later, I think summer 2018, um, I met up with a few friends that I haven't seen in a long time or maybe one or two that I just met. I realized um, we were actually doing a little content shoot or create creative activity together. And then I realized from them, actually, that I could also shoot for myself, like, I have a camera, and I just knew that if I could just figure out how to edit and do things my own way, again, that's kind of a common theme, um, that I could just do it without collaborating with photographers, like, I could literally just have a friend take it for me. So, that is what I did. I taught myself Lightroom, and then I created my own presets after trying out other people's presets, and yeah, so... I since then I have been either working with a close friend that is also a photographer or just honestly giving the camera to someone that is relatively competent on how to hold a camera Um, even when I traveled uh, to Washington DC over the summer um, or like late summer last year I had um, brand deals with Kempton hotels or like a stay partnership and I brought my camera along and I literally had a random person in the lobby take a photo of me sitting in the lobby and the photo turned out really great so that is just kind of how I got into where I am today and kind of going off on the brand collaborations the first time I had one I think was like I don't know 2000 mid 2017 I just started And I think that brand was pretty small too, but I've continued that brand partnership for a few years now. But um, over the years, I've worked with different brands and I've come to find what really works for me. And from there, I just kept creating things that felt natural to me. So in essence, it's still a mix of a hobby, but also it's just really like a personal business for me at this point. Um, It's really what I love to do. It's kind of like... Some people like to play video games or, I don't know, paint and do art. Those are things um, that like you could also turn into like a side business or a personal business as well. But for me, it has been digital content creation. And I just love to shoot, create fun content, and share some sort of light into the social media world that we live in. Moving along in my next career journey... I am now working at a Fortune 200 company on top of everything else. If you guys don't really know what Fortune 500 or Fortune 200 means, um, to be really honest, I think it's hard for me to explain in a bit, so I would just say definitely Google it. But typically those companies are pretty sought after companies to work for um, in a corporate sense. Personally, I'm not like a huge corporate gal, but I knew that if I wanted to get experience in working um, in the corporate world, that definitely having experience at a Fortune 500 company would be really valuable just to kind of see the ups and downs of the corporate world, as they say. To be really honest, um, if I were to give my opinion on how I got the job offer, I would say... Um, Well, first off, I was recruited through LinkedIn, but it is because of my LinkedIn profile looking really sharp, professional, and thorough, and essentially a very enhanced version of my resume, and that allowed recruiters to find me and see if I was a good fit. So you always want to make sure um, you have your LinkedIn profile very clear-cut and very sharp, thorough, and it makes people find you. Um, like I said, I got recruited at my company. And then this process or the interview process was four steps. So it was pretty lengthy. I think it took like a month total. And um, in the ebook guide that I actually just released, you can find how I answered these interview questions, how I prepared personally. I actually took some time to study and prepare for the interview. So that's um all included in the ebook that i mentioned and i basically have been there since november 2019 and it's been a really good experience so far now to be really transparent i will say that from some of my other friends that i've spoken to that graduated before me a lot of them said they didn't like love their job but it's doable and i was kind of I don't want to say I was thinking that was going to be my experience as well. But with so many people saying that, I kept that in the back of my mind. Knowing that the corporate world is not amazing. Um, so it seems. But I actually have really loved my job. And I wanted to share a few reasons why I have been fortunate enough to enjoy what I do. And um, you know, the specific industry I'm in. So number one... Um, if you guys didn't know yet, I, I I do work in sales, so I enjoy sales and I enjoy the ups and downs of it, and so that's a huge part in liking this job because sales is crazy and you feel the highs and lows, but because of that, you have to have the stomach to accept that some days are going to be low and some days are going to be super high, but. In my experience, this is pretty much just like entrepreneurship and business. And in my opinion, if you are someone that ever wants to go into owning your own business or creating something of that nature, you should really get experience in sales because it is the same ups and downs that you will experience with having your own business. Because some days or some weeks, you're gonna have zero sales or you're gonna have very little revenue. And some weeks, you're going to have really high revenue. And it's just going to be freaking amazing. So you have to have the stomach to experience the lack of um, consistency. And in, in essence, too, it's kind of like the stock market right now um, with the current economic climate. It's like uh, the ups and downs of it. It's unpredictable. And you just have to be prepared to accept that. So for me, I, I enjoy that and I kind of thrive off of it. The second reason why I've had a really good experience so far is my coworkers. I think that's probably why a lot of my friends that graduated before me didn't really love their job. I think it's because of the coworker aspect and not having that emotional connection with their job and with who they work with. For me, I got super lucky to not only be on a team that is a really good fit for me, most of them are guys. And I think we all have this very um, alpha energy, which is really fun. But in essence, they also have become the same people I hang out with outside of work. So before all this COVID-19, on some weekends, I'd go to bars with them or we would just kind of give a group text and say, hey, what are you guys up to tonight? Let's do something all together. So that's been really fun. And um, it's been really nice, too, because for me... All of my best friends live outside of Southern California, so having co-workers that have become also my close friends is really, really awesome. And then the last reason is that this company I work for, which I kind of don't want to share because not that I'm not proud of it. In fact, I very much am. It's actually a really good company, but I like to keep some of my professional career life outside so if you guys really want to know you can find me on linkedin and you'll know but um you know part of the good experience is that it's a really good company like i said it's a huge network and i've met so many amazing people and friends along the way so back in january i went to new york and slash new jersey for corporate training um and i got to meet everyone throughout the u.s that got onboarded or hired around the same time as I did, and we were all in the same virtual training class, so it was super fun, and some of them I'm still really good friends with, and overall, especially with how COVID-19 has been going, our company has been taking care of us really well, and Just seeing how strong and in essence like conservative they are with their money and how they spend it. They've been able to still support us during this really tough time. So it's been a really good experience and I think I couldn't be more grateful to have this company under my belt as my first corporate experience. And I'm a huge advocate for working um, at a large company the first time or whenever you get a chance to. Out of college because I think it teaches you so much regardless if you eventually want to do your own thing or if you already do your own thing like I've been doing. Okay, so the last and final piece to my current personal journey is podcasting as most of you guys can tell. I do want to share, um, you know, some of you guys actually probably already know this if you were listening to my previous podcast, but I did have a podcast last year as well, that I was a co-host on, and we lasted for about nine months, and um, that was such a fun experience, and I think overall, um, my co-host and I at the time, we just had so much different things going on. I know especially for me too, around the time we ended it, um, I was getting into my new corporate job, and she was like working on new projects, and so for us, um, you know, it was easier to divide and conquer and do whatever um projects we wanted to do on our own so I initially didn't necessarily think I was going to jump into this podcast right away but I, I think timing just made sense and for me it's been such a great experience so I'm so grateful that I have this platform but to share about how I got to this specific podcast Um, I started listening to podcasts in mid 2017. And like I said earlier, I was in a very dark and low place in my life. So I was like a junior in college or going to be a junior at mid sophomore year, early junior year. And the first podcast I ever listened to was The Gold Digger by Jenna Kutcher. And this podcast transformed my thinking, it shifted my mindset. And It made me much more focused on my business and really the vision I had for myself and how I was going to grow as a person in my business um, and other things I wanted to do. I became really aligned and passionate with coaching and helping others Um, as I, you know, was getting all this knowledge from the podcast that I was listening to and I realized that because of all the pain and experience I have gone through, um, over that year or so, I wanted to help other people, um, not necessarily not experience the pain, but figure out the same way as I did, how to move past the pain and how to make that part in your life, A really good stepping stone for the upward trajectory of where your life could be. So, like I said, it always felt really aligned with me podcasting as well as like coaching and and helping other people. And before podcasting as well, I definitely considered YouTube, um, but more so just for fun, to be honest. I think YouTube I didn't really want to go into to like build like as a platform for me, but. Because I had a vision for myself to eventually speak at conferences and events and um, especially female-focused conferences um, and then as well as writing a book down the line, I knew that podcasting would be a really good platform for me because speaking, I think, is something I'm good at, at least I like to think, and then something that I think I have grown to really get better at as well. So... With that in mind, podcasting just always naturally like clicked for me. You know, it's like those things that ever since you were a kid, it just clicked. So that's what podcasting felt like for me. And like I said, since speaking and coaching comes naturally, I knew all along that I would eventually create a podcast focused on a theme so aligned with me and the life experiences I've had. And I just really wanted to use this platform to help others improve their overall life, their trajectory, um, the way other podcasts did for me. So I hope this podcast has been able to help some of you, um, even if it's just a few of you, that really makes me smile and fulfills me. Again, not to be cheesy, but um, I think life fulfillment has been something I've come to understand is what really brings that long-term happiness and that long-term fire in you, because when I didn't have that fire in me back in uh, soft- mid-sophomore year, junior year, I felt really empty and felt really alone and upset, and I think that having that experience, it just projected me into this career path I really wanted to go on, um, not only because I am very passionate about it, but it just feels very aligned with me, and That's kind of where I'm at today with this podcast is just growing it, doing it with this strong passion and goal to really help improve specific areas in life for the younger female generation. And that was today's episode all about my personal journey on my growth in my career um, and everything I did before college and during college and of course um, what I'm doing today a year out of college. So I hope you guys learned something and how to take away from it, whether it's maybe inspiration for your own project or maybe a mindset that you can apply more so um, you know, to go after whatever career, life, and vision you have for yourself as that is the purpose of this podcast. Again, don't forget to go check out my ebook that will be available on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. The link is in the show notes and it's also on my Instagram as well as the podcast Instagram. And one last thing, if you've been loving the show, please be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really means so much to me. I get so much joy getting DMs and comments and feedback from you guys on the podcast. And so I love it when you guys can show that to the rest of the world as well on podcast reviews. Again, thanks so much for tuning in and I will chat with you guys next week. Bye.